Hi everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the End the Cells podcast. Hope you're well who's listening and watching. Fresh off a win in Europe, free two away from home against Furnace Farrows. But before we get into that win, I just want to introduce, introduce my co-host John, two show regulars, William and Francis. How are you? Good, yeah, all good. good, all good. Very well, thanks mate. Yeah, and William, it's your uh, video debut, so this should be fun. But before, yeah, obviously... But before we go into the player performances, John, just to come to yourself to briefly talk about the game as a summary in terms of what we've seen. Now, for me anyway, away from home, Celtic were always shaky defensively and we always struggle to see games out. But tonight, thankfully, it was a game we managed to see out and win comfortably in the end, I think. What do you think? Yeah, no, I thought it was a, a, a comfortable victory. I think we dominated the first half, the majority of the first half, firmly in control. Uh, same for the second, barring obviously a couple of ch- times where um, we sort of let them get back in it just through misplaced passes and things like that. But I mean, we, we controlled that game the night as much as we did the first time we played them at home. Uh, and I remember if it, when we just be, the last episode we were on when we were talking about the game, I, I said that like I, I think firm, we're going to control the game firmly, and I think that we're, we're going to it will be much more of the same, which it was. Uh, I was. As I said, we knew there was going to be goals on both sides, but we knew that they, with them opening up and attacking us, um, they were leaving themselves wide open for uh, to be taken. So um, I thought it was a really, really good performance, and I thought a couple of guys really stand out nights. Yeah, 100%. Come to yourself, William, about the performance in general. For me personally, as John said, it's a game we control very well, and the likes of the goals, Kyogo, Jalo with a cracking finish and Abada as well with a good finish from some neat play from Kyogo. But how did you feel a bit about the game? Yeah, pretty similar. I thought we were in control the majority of the game and uh, some of the goals were just outstanding. Attacking would just we look unbelievable. Uh, that third goal was just just different class. It's like Brazil in the 70s. It was just unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So we still look a bit shaky at the back, I must admit. Uh, but going forward, we look excellent, and uh, yeah, we were we were in control the majority of the match, and we don't do things easy, we do we? So we needed to give them a go in the last minute just to make it a bit shaky. Oh, the la- the last fifteen minutes, William, I was shaped myself to be honest. <laughs> yeah. But my eyes don't know. Coming to yourself, friendly. One good thing is we're guaranteed European football, whether that be Conference League or Europa League, last thirty-two, yeah. and that's a good thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, like I say, it guarantees you European football going into Christmas and beyond and stuff. So you can kind of sort of get a, a sort of a, a level at MBC where you're in. Obviously, I don't like the Conference League. You probably suspect once if the latter stages of it, you will be better than like the Scottish League. So that can only help you improve in the league games, you would think, providing you're picking up positive results. Then obviously, financially, it's it's going to help the, the help as well. But so all in all, it's been been a good night. Yeah, some of the boys as well. Like I think it was, I, I maybe wasn't. I've maybe seen that a wee bit different. I, I thought we controlled the game, in stages. Like I thought, obviously we got off to a great start, but then we conceded pretty much instantly in that. And mm-hmm. like William touched on, I think a lot of that was down to we still look a wee bit dodgy at the back at times when we come up, come up against better opposition. But second half, I thought for forty minutes we controlled it. In the second half, it was one of the comfiest. 40 minutes, I think I've watched Celtic in Europe and then for the last five it was typical Celtic, nervous as hell. <laughs> oh, nervous as hell. But you touched upon it, William, there previously and what you were saying in terms of the way we were playing, the way them goals happen. And can we just talk about William Kyogo? Fantastic. <laughs> the first goal is we shimmy 
finished in the bottom left, and that assist for Abada was absolutely stunning, wasn't it? Brilliant. The high press, what we've been uh, lucky enough to watch all season. Uh, I think Abada. I thought he was. I thought he was really good tonight. There was a few few times he took a touch too many, but I don't mind that if he's. I want him to keep trying these things. I've, I, I remember seeing a start, and there was a game for Man United last year, and Bruno Fernandez uh, tried like seventy through passes, and and he only made one. But that one was the the assist for the last minute winner. So I don't mind a bad trying these things, losing the ball, and uh, I, I thought he was excellent tonight. I think he's been listening to the show. I know you give him a bit of stick for <laughs> for not. Uh, for not being peak messy every week. Uh, so <laughs> he decided to turn up the night for Stephen. Uh, I thought he was excellent. And then Kyogo's, he's, he's, he's faint shot. He's, he's sat one of the defenders down and other ones went away for the number 26 bus. And he's just <laughs> spotted it away. The only thing worse than that defending, actually, it was uh, Kyogo's new hair dye job. <laughs> Shocking. I know. It was worse than mine when I tried it. I tried to do mine when Burley joined and it fucking went the same way. (laughs) Like a mustard number. Not nice. (laughs) Well, I mean, it must have worked for him. It must be his good luck charm, William. But coming to to yourself, John, just to touch upon something that the play me and William discussed, I mean, Kyogo and Felipe Yada's goal was fantastic. Cut him from the left, bang, finish it off the post. I mean, sublime, wasn't it? Absolutely, uh, and Jota just continues to impress me every every time I see him. Um, he's he's he he seems to just be growing in confidence as well, and and he's starting to gel with his new teammates and that, and it's evident uh, that he's enjoying his football. Uh, but I uh, what a player, um, and what a goal! Like he says, the way he cut in to, to, to the confidence to sort of to take on his the, the men, and then to to hit it for where he did uh, with the confidence and to score a goal, it was absolutely superb. And just touching on Kyogo as well. Phenomenal, absolutely. I mean, how can you not like him? You love him, even he's a breath of fresh air. Um, and he's just such a likable guy as well. Like, see, when you just see off the park and all that, he just seems like such a likable guy. But what a joy to watch on the park as well. Um, his movement, his finish, his, his ability to like to, with the ball, he's, he's so good with the ball at his feet as well. I don't think we really see much yet. Uh, mm-hmm. But when you do, he actually he, he shows what he's capable of with the ball at his feet as well. Uh, and he proved that for that first goal with the wee feint and then bringing it back inside to his left uh, and then hitting it. Um, and then that pass to uh, Abada was absolutely beautiful as well. And to have the vision to see it. Uh, I thought Abada had a decent performance. I mean, I, I still think that he's still a young guy and he's still showing the things that he needs to learn. He needs to stop taking so many touches. Um, some of his touches are far too heavy as well, um, but I mean, there's definitely a player there, uh, and I, I just thought it was a really, really good game. I mean, I get what you say about it, Bada. I mean, before we come on, I discussed it with yourself, and I know what you're saying, William. He, he was, he did well for the goals he was involved in, and he scored one, he set one up. But I do think that some parts of the game, Franny as well, that he does go missing, but. That's all going to come together when he gets the performances consistently because he was off the back of not scoring three games and he's broke that duck. So hopefully that continues. But how did you feel about some of that play tonight, Franny? Uh, well, just to quickly touch on Abada. Yeah, he was going through a bad wee spell, if you like, but he obviously started, he came in and he was flying straight off the bat. Then he's obviously mm-hmm. had that wee lull. So hopefully hopefully the assist and the goal give him a wee bit of confidence because like, I'm someone to like 
he never really had for the ball. He always wanted it and he was willing to try and go forward. Yeah, his touches weren't great at times. He was maybe taking too many touches. A lot of that will be a down to confidence, but he never ever had for the game. And I think, like, I don't, anytime he lost the ball, I think, I don't know, it was like maybe one opportunity that led to a chance for Ferenbaros. He didn't score for it. So as long as where he's lost it, it's not leading to a sort of conceding goal scoring chances and whatnot. It's, you just want to kind of, get out all the time and just try and have a go at the boy because you've got to sometimes just play through these sort of performances mm-hmm. where it's not actually working for you but yeah Kyogo just does it again he's nothing seems to surprise us now with Kyogo and stuff and like his first goal like John says it I think he is really good in the ball I'd, I'd be surprised I think a lot of us would be surprised if we actually seen his stats about how many touches times he touches the ball because I don't think he touches it a lot he just seems to touch it yeah. enough he always seems to it's one and two touch passing when he gets it and always composed finishing and things. And then, like you say, his pass for a badder's goal was just, he knew exactly where to put it and a badder didn't have to break strike. But for that, for uh, the the first goal, I think Tumble does absolutely brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, yeah. he wasted, him and Yota wasted a corner. Absolutely wasted a corner. And he went and tracked it away back down and won the ball back. And then obviously plays McGregor in and we break and we score the goal. So, uh, it was... It was good. Every every goal was really good. Like Yota's one, he just I don't know if he's caught the interview after it and stuff. He just he actually said that he still had no interest in passing it anybody. He just wanted he knew what he wanted to do. So as I he's might have not seen it, but I've started a Twitter page. I've started a GoFundMe page with the links in my bio on Twitter and that. We're getting the six and a half million pound together. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm still my hundred percent. That's it sorted, Willie. That's it sorted if you sell your house. <laughs> Does it? Does the 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 Jacuzzi bath come with it? Jacuzzi <laughs> bath is there. I was going to do this for life from that, but I thought. <laughs> but look, you did touch upon a player there, finally I wanted to talk about, and that was David Turnbull, um, William. And I thought, to be honest, after a shaky performance in, in the league against Livingston, he was absolutely superb today. He got stuck in. He tracked back. He played key passes through lines. And I thought, me personally, that probably up there with his best performance for Celtic. I agree. I was going to touch on it um, at some point as well. I think you're bang on defensively and, and working the workhorse side of him was second to none tonight. And I thought his, his delivery for set pieces was... I, I don't know how we didn't score for a set piece tonight because his delivery was great. Welsh had a really good chance and Ralston hit the bar. And uh, I thought he was... And I, I noticed a lot as well he was... Um, when Kyogo was, was pressing high, Turnbull was a lot closer to him, playing like a number yeah. 10. I thought Carmack did that as well quite a lot tonight. Um, ah, he was excellent and he was everywhere. Uh, he, and he's he's got that in him and he is capable. And I know you can't you can't bring it every week. You can't turn up every week. Uh, but uh, yeah, I thought he was excellent tonight. The only thing he missed was a was a goal. His usual thirty yard ping in the top bag was missing. But uh, I'm quite. I'll take the three points and and uh, move on to the next game. Yeah, I mean David Turnbull for me. Apart from maybe Kyogo was man of the match, John, for me. And as William touched upon, the only thing missing from his performance was a goal. And there was at one point he was throwing the free kicks in in the corners and it was getting missed by inches. There was one where I think Carter Vickers, Abada, and someone else went for it and ended up on the ground. But he was already fantastic, wasn't he? Well, I thought he had a superb game. He was absolutely faultless. Um, and again, he's shown signs of the players that we sort of seen coming through last season. Um, remember at the start of this year, we were like, is he still got that in it? Uh, was it just a one-off? Uh, but I think it's pretty evident that he's definitely a quality player, and he certainly brings a lot to the team. Um, and the night absolutely proved that. 
Um, I thought he, I thought he was fantastic, and like Franny said, the, the way he tracked back uh, to win that ball back uh, and feed it through to McGregor for that third goal, um, the work rate even at, that late in the match was was absolutely incredible. So, I I thought it, it was definitely up there with a man of match performance for me as well. I, I could agree with yeah. What about yourself, Franny? It's interesting debate around the midfield. Obviously, Rodgers is injured at the minute. Beaton's playing that whole the midfield role. In Europe, it suits, but the league maybe not so much because it's a wee bit too negative, some people say. But how did you feel the mid- midfield performed in general tonight? I think I think it worked great again. The midfield free, like Beaton just sitting in there, it just it suited the sort of shape. It, the balance was there in Europe, like you say. It seems to work a wee bit better. And, it also helps when well McGregor just turns in his normal sort of seventy eight out of ten mm-hmm. performance, but when Turnbull turns up and like William said, when he's doing that tracking back, that I think's maybe been questioned of him. He doesn't really try and well, not say he doesn't try, but he doesn't say track back and win the ball back enough for me anyway. But for tonight, that's the most I think I've seen him running, and like you have said, that arguably his best game for Celtic, definite, definite by a country mile, his best game this season. Mm-hmm. And arguably his best best game for Celt- in a Celtic jersey. I just thought, I thought him and, for me him and Ralston. I thought were brilliant again. Like Ralston, I thought had another great game tonight. Uh, yeah. But I tumble tumble the midfield three. Just they worked they worked in it, and right. I, I, they probably could work in uh, the league. But at home you've got to get the, you've probably got to have the ball more. So you've probably got to play McGregor, uh, Rogic, and tumble when the three of them are fit. I thought yeah, Beaton was outstanding tonight, by the way. Mate, I was yeah. raging when he didn't fail anybody. I, put, I had a free bet in my Skybet account. <laughs> and I put, put a fiver on him to get booked. I thought he was a certainty. We talked about it at the start of the year and about how like he's never a centre-half in a million years, but he's definitely he can do a job in that. And, mm. and he's he's doing it. I, like, he, I thought he was immense tonight. He was not, only was, presence, break, eh? not only was he breaking up the attacks, when he was, he wasn't just passing it off to Calmack. He was driving... Driving forward, yes. so that, yeah, and, and, and creating space for these guys. He was, he was absolutely immense tonight. I hope his injury is not too long because, uh, because uh, I thought he was immense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, one thing we do have to touch upon, obviously, is the defensive side of things. We did concede two goals, John. One was an absolute wicked deflection that nine times out of ten would never happen. That would go for a corner kick. But Welsh came in tonight. Did you see a major difference in our defensive performance, especially being under pressure from Furnace Faros, or did you think it was just Welsh coming back in being a bit rusty? I thought Welsh was fine. I, I mean, I, I don't think Welsh had a bad game at all. Uh, got himself into some good positions, made some made some great tackles. Um, I mean, there's certainly going to be some element of rust because he's not played for a while, but I don't think there was anything that would certainly concern me or, or that I would have, have nothing really negative to say about his performance. I mean, uh, in terms of their goals, uh, the second one, um, Welsh was never near it. That that's Ralston was kind of at fault for no closing down his man. He left him with too much space to take the shot, uh, and obviously he's hit it, and he's got the better of heart in that situation. The first goal they scored was just a, like you say, it was an absolute wicked deflection. There was nothing Hart could have done um, because it, it came off Welsh's leg. But I mean, that's again, it's not necessarily Welsh's fault. It's just one of the it just took a really unlucky deflection uh, and it just happened to work in their favour. Um, but, I mean, I don't think there's any player on that park tonight in a Celtic jersey that I would actually fault uh, or say didn't play well. I thought everybody had a really good game. Uh, uh, Juranovic as well had a superb game. Um, yeah, he did. 
And I thought I thought somebody somebody has not just for a defensive standpoint, but coming forward with the ball and some of his touches and everything as well. He showed he showed some great footwork as well. So I mean I, I thought it was a really good game. Obviously it's never great conceding goals, but I mean we knew that they were going to come at us and we knew we've got sort of because we press so high, we leave ourselves open at the back. Um, yeah. and it's it was unfortunate that we conceded the, the, the two goals that we did because I don't think that uh, the the result well, their two goals, that three-two sort of favours them more than it does us because I thought we were utterly dominant again. But I think I, the two, I think the two goals is like they're both avoidable, but not not in the moment that they were scored. It's ten seconds previous. Like Abada, I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Uh, that, 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 that pass was shocking. And and uh, even the, even the second, I think Carmack played it into Mickey Johnson, and uh, and he's trying to beat the boy like. Yeah, thirty yards out for the goal. See, and and I'm all for this short, uh, direct passing, nipping it in, quick and attacking. But sometimes you just need to get fucking rid of it. And uh, there's been there's many occasions tonight where I was like, Jesus Christ, will you just, <laughs> just, will you just get it up the wing? And see when you've got the like, say, and a bad up the wings as well. Ping it. I think Hartson said it in commentary. Ping mm-hmm. it up that wing. Let them get onto it. Because sometimes mm-hmm. you're just you're just playing yourself into trouble. Both their goals were avoidable tonight. And they were both for us trying to play for the back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you're right to point yeah. that out because I've seen in them two occasions where the mistakes happened. Joe Hart was quick to be out off his yeah. line. Oh, the, yep. the yep. second goalie was like... Yeah, giving it to them. But do you think that's an issue, Franny? Especially if we're trying to make an inroad in Europe. Do you think we need to, need to cut that out when it's not on? Playing it from the back and trying to take players on? Yes and no. You don't want to kind of go against the manager. That's clearly... It's a clear instruction from the manager to... To try and play it out for the back, but also you need to you need the players to be confident to play out the back. I think the the badder one, like like what we say, punt that up. Like, like I'm not saying put, put it in those head, but punt it up the line. Then I a wee flick in, inside the park. Even if you've got if the it's a golden rule. Then I then I start hitting it back into the middle of the park. Then I do that, mm-hmm. and then the Mikey Johnson one. He's maybe like I say, well, we're comfy in the second half. He's maybe just got a wee bit of confidence and thought, I'll try and beat the boy. And he's just like the players, he just maybe wasn't alert and a wee bit more lax a days ago. Then obviously, I think Carter Vickers kind of stands off the boy that wins the ball back. Then Ralston obviously stands off the boy that scores. But I think it's more like, as I say, you don't want to go against the manager, but equally, I think sometimes you need to manage the situation, assess the situation, and sometimes just take a, take a bit of responsibility and go look. I know the manager wants us to do this, but it's not happening. Just get out of the park, give us a wee bit, like give the defence a break for a couple of minutes and stuff. See if, see if your wide players are like Yakamakis and that can hold it up and take a wee bit of pressure for a couple of minutes. So I, it's, I think it's something you need to sort of like a bit of in-game management sometimes just to say, look, we're letting them back in here. We've given them the ball in dangerous areas. Let's just get out of the park and see if to, ask the strikers to keep a hold of it for a couple of minutes and give them a break and stuff. But it's just, it's, it's try to find the balance really way, trusting the managers what he's wanting to do and managing the game, the moment in the game. I think as well, you bring up the subs. I thought they made a great difference yeah. them in the team when they come on. I thought that uh, Yakimakis held up the ball and won some free kicks to relieve the pressure that were really vital in their, the, the the last stages of the game. And also as well, I don't know about yourself, but James McCarthy for me made a great difference, and I've berated him 
he's been a ghost for me, but he, he did come into the, the, the team tonight when he came on. He played simple balls and he broke up the play, especially towards the final stages as well. There was one point where they were on the counter and he blocked the shot and then Celtic went up to the corner and basically saw the game out. What did you think of the subs when they came on? Yeah, I thought so. I thought McCarthy looked decent. He um, he was roaring at players in the last minute as well, trying to get people in position. So he's obviously, a, like, he's, he's, the career he's had, he's, he's a great talent. I'm like you, I was... And I'm still a bit sceptical about the signing, to be honest with you. If yeah. um, if Dear Beaton's keeping him out of the team, then mm-hmm. that's saying something, you know what I mean? I know I've just said he's been he was excellent tonight, but I mean McCarthy, since he's came in, he's not what's he had like 10, 15, 20 minutes per game he's played, and he's not he's not looked great for me. I thought he was all right tonight. Um it's always nice when you can change your whole front three and you've got a front three. Of Forrest, Big Geo, and uh, and Mickey Johnson as well. So, um, and Johnson again. I thought he's. I think he's just trying too hard. He's yeah. everything he does is. It seems like he's just trying too hard to please. I just want to play his, his game. Uh, Forrest again. He just looks a mile off where he where he was last. Um, well, not last year, but before. Uh, he needs to get back and playing and fit again. But yeah, the squad's coming back. I mean. Three, four, five weeks ago, we were our bench was like next to nothing. We had like six defenders on the bench, mm-hmm. um, so so we are we're getting there. Um, there is a bit more depth, and uh, uh, John's bang on. It was never a three-two game tonight. I was sitting, I was actually texting our mate during that, and I was thinking at two-one, I was like, I can see us scoring two or three more goals. The only yeah. problem is, I can also see us conceding two or three more goals. <laughs> so. Uh, it's uh, edgy your seat stuff, but it's listen, as long as you get the three points at the end of the day, that's, that's all that matters. Yeah, and come to yourself, Don, you mentioned it before, rotation is key going forward, and that bounce and the subs that come on gives you confidence, doesn't it? I know, absolutely, and I think as, as these guys start coming back for injury, we're starting to see that. Um, uh, I mean, it's something we've obviously spoken about at length, and it's, it's depth, um, and being in certain positions, not having that depth. Obviously, with the likes of, when you're able to bring on a forest for an abada or vice versa, that's a really strong sort of substitution to make. Um, mm-hmm. And it's the same when it's like you've got a fit Mikey Johnson because we know he, he's 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 got it in him. Uh, it's just a shame that he's just he's so injury prone. But if he if he can stay fit and healthy, he's another good option and adds depth on the left side as well. And, and then you've got these guys. Forest can play either side. Johnson can play either side, Jock can play either side. So it's good having these guys in the team that not only play their position, their main positions, but can you can also kind of like sort of move them about and play in other yeah. areas. Uh, and uh, again, that just adds to the level of depth that we've got. Uh, but I thought I thought the substitutions were great tonight. Um, I thought they were really strong substitutions as well because I think it was something early on in the season when we had all these injuries that we didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you saw guys' legs getting tired, and you were bringing on other guys, and you were like, "This is this could go pear shaped, so to speak." But uh, I, it, it, I mean, I, I'm liking it. The and like I say, we've still got the January window to come, uh, and I'm sure we'll strengthen even further still. Uh, and then we'll be in a position where we'll see probably a lot more rotation uh, in terms of players how how they're starting uh, and minutes they're getting uh, during the game as well. But uh, I'm really really happy with the game and the. And the just, just, I thought it was a great game. Stuff, everything about it was fine. Not, not a bad word to say. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually quite thing that we don't have bad words to say. Usually, there's something we could pick out, but <laughs> as we I, I, we touched upon the defensive I'm, side I'm of things, I'm not even getting anything negative to say about the referee. <laughs> oh, but then again, that, but then again, that that's a, that, that, that's the difference be, between having a professional referee man, uh, in your game <laughs> who, who who's actually knows what he's doing. But come to, come to yourself, Franny, quickly about the kind of depth side of things. One thing I noticed, now this is going to be a me and Franny moment, Barkas was nowhere to be seen, so that just says it, says it all, doesn't it? I mean, it just but shows the you how strong we are. The depth of the guys I said, it is good, and January, as John mentioned, we are going to strengthen further, but going forward into these final games coming up to Christmas, we are looking at a more positive outlook in terms of squad depth, aren't we? Well, that's that. It's, you're looking at the bench, like William said, like, it wasn't so long ago, you were looking at the bench and going, who have we really got there to, to change up? Like, we actually had Bain and Barkas on the bench in some league games. Well, the majority of league games, you're looking at your bench and you've got two keepers and you're like, Diamond Trust is in goals, so what chance have we got you putting your outfield in that? So, it's good to actually look at and you've got guys like, I appreciate obviously James Forrest is coming back to injury, but you've got like, guys like James Forrest and that, uh, McCarthy, like, top internationalist and that sitting on your bench. So, it's, as it's a better looking bench, Stephen, and it gives you mm. options to change it, and then it's no surprise that you go on a wee run when you've got you get players back for fitness and stuff. So, I, I think that like the players coming back and the week the run we're on sort of kind of coincides with each other, if you like. Yeah, and it's great to see, especially for us, as William said, there he, when he's back fit and firing, great option mm-hmm. to have. But look, mm-hmm. one thing we'll have to touch upon is more news coming out of Celtic Football Club that Ralston William has signed a new four year contract. I have been a constant, not critic, but I've been kind of a bit up and down with Ralston. But watching him progress this season especially, he's doing well and he's doing his job. And do you think he murdered that contract, the new one? One million percent. If you if you go back to the, the pods we did at the start of the season, I was his biggest critic. <laughs> talking about how we're going into this season with one right back and it's Tony Ralston and this is just a disgrace mm-hmm. and all the rest of it banging on. I'll... I, and he's signing that contract. That should have been the first one at the door, bowing down to his feet, um, asking, begging for forgiveness. Because I think he's been, I, honestly, and I'm no kidding here, if the player of the season awards were tomorrow, he'd be right in with a shout for oh, us. Because it's been unbelievable for us this year. Unbelievable. Juranovic has came in and he's, he's, he's having to play left back. Like, how can you drop Tony Ralston? And Juranovic has been brilliant since he came in as well. But I mean, how, how do you drop the guy? He's. He just puts a hundred percent in every time he's on the park for us, and like when you see there's a guy, we we love it. KT was a bet was the biggest for it coming through the youth, and he's just out there just giving everything he's got every game. Like doesn't matter yet. Well, it does matter about your ability, but whatever you lack in ability, he makes up for it and effort and hard work and like that's just Celtic for me. <laughs> yeah, he, he, see that right hand side, he owns it. To be honest, William, he goes up and down ninety minutes, no, not a problem. But John, William said, "How can you drop him?" There's one squad he can't even get a sniff at, and that's Scotland. And people are yeah, saying, I was going, to, I was actually going to comment on that. Yeah. The fact that he mm-hmm. continues to get overlooked for that Scotland squad is ridiculous. But and, Stephen O'Donnell's still in. What the fuck is that about? Absolutely, oh. mate. but that, it actually just kind of makes me think that Steve Clark isn't even watching Scottish football, or he's paying any attention because. I mean, in terms of in, in Scotland, he, he's been the best right back in Scotland, and not just in Scotland, but like 
I can't see why he's no not only is he picked for the, the Scotland squad, but why he's not starting. Um, because I think his performances merit it, um, and uh, he certainly deserves to be part of that. But listen, uh, in terms of him getting his new deal with Celtic, I think it's fantastic. Um, I've I've been vocal, no vocal, but I've I've defended him and I've said that he does he's he's been well and he's 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 playing well and he, he's just going to continue to develop and his heart and his work rate uh, is second to none at the minute and. Honestly, even we, when Taylor comes back, I'm assuming we're going to strengthen that left-back position in January. I think that's a priority area. But um, as it stands in now, like, even with Taylor in that back, I can't see anybody but Juranovic playing there for the foreseeable, the way Ralston is at the minute. He's going to need to have an absolute howler um, for, for, that to, for that to change. But it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen because he just continues to grow and grow. And goes for strength mm-hmm. to strength, and like he says, he, he might not be the most technically gifted player, but uh, his his work rate is phenomenal, um, and he, he he's he, he just always, and he's still a young guy too. I thought it was it uh, was it twenty two, twenty three, or something like that. Uh, uh, and another thing that really surprised me him is see when he needs to move, he can shift. Like I, I mean, I've seen. Uh, he's not slow. No, he, he looks slow though because he's mm. he's quite a stocky, but he's a bit of a unit. And mm. you, when you see him, he, he does that wee jog. Mm. <laughs> he, he runs funny as fuck, but mm. <laughs> he, he does that wee kind of this wee like he looks dead mm. stiff. Mm. But then, but like I said, when, when he needs to, he shift that like he, he's acceleration man. He's rapid like when he needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, Stephen, I agree with you. He, he completely owns the right side of the park in these games he's playing at the minute, and uh, he can't fault him. See, you touching mm-hmm. the Scotland thing really frustrates the life out of me because the man that's got the starting spot for Scotland now is you know, Patterson, right? It pains me to say it. I think he's a, he is a player. He's a proper player uh, like Ian Patterson. But he's played about five minutes for Rangers this year and he's the number one at right back for Scotland and Ralston's been unbelievable. I just... And he can't even get in the squad, never mind in the start of 11. It's just baffles me. Yeah, it does. And I think you touched upon it there, John. In terms of numbers, he's the best right back in the league by far. I think it's four goals, mm. as many assists, and the appearances and the minutes he clocks up, Franny. I mean, he's making me eat my words every week. I'm kind of t- criticising or com- coming from an angle that Juranovic should be starting. And I mean, to be honest, he, he's the first you're, choice right you're back. Getting, you're getting quite good at that, eating your words, Stephen. You must be first. See that? Uh, you see, see Juranovic, I think he could play any position on the park. Uh, he just looks so I, confident in the ball. I think you can play him on either of the wings. I think you could play him on the eye. See, we'll see when he takes the ball, and he's he, he, there was a couple of times he drove the left back into the centre mid, and he drove in like he was a number ten, like Rogic. Uh, I, I think. I, I, I think we've. Ju- I just. No, sorry, mate. I just. I just think we've got a proper player here. I, like, honestly, I, I think he could play anywhere. I agree with that, and I think the the, the, day, the night he showed some touches as well. Like he looked like a winger because um, I think there was one point he was out in the left wing. Um, he, he was up that side of the park anyway. On the, uh, uh, and he, he beat like two men. He was just kind of just taking a couple of touches and then beat a couple of men. I, I thought we need a lot of that. A lot of that, like you said. Well, I agree. I think he can play either side. But Ralston, Franny, how are we feeling about it? Well, I've I've kind of been like you in recent weeks where I've I've tried to pick faults in the guy just because it's one of the ones where I've, a bit like William, where I, I, I sort of criticise him. It's almost like I'm 
I'm love to admit that he's he's actually turns out he's actually a decent <laughs> football player. <laughs> <laughs> so, but maybe long may that continue that we try and pick faults every week on Steam because the next game he turns in a blinder because how many times have we said, Oh, he's found his level at Europe? Like what he's done tonight <laughs> and in Europe. <laughs> you know I mean? So I've as I said, I've said it previously, I'll how any Celtic player obviously we'll talk about Ralphs at the time, but any Celtic player I, I if I critique them and try and pick faults, I hope they go make make my words the next day because Ralston, it's always then for me. It's like I'm with you boys. I can't, I can't see how you can drop the boys. He's fully deserving of that contract. Fully deserving it. And like, like you Definitely. touched on the Scotland thing as well. It's he's in the best league. He's in sort of the best defence in the league. Like that's that can't be done either. He's he's part an integral part of what is the best defence in the in the Scottish league at this moment. And can't even make the squad, which is. Is baffling, but uh, ah, it's just like I have said, I don't think the guy has got like there's a level of ability that he's I don't think he'll ever get to. But there's there's me probably going back to try to f- find faults on, but <laughs> like <laughs> I just is a guy's brilliant, right? Like his, his effort is just like he can't, he can't fault his effort, he's and he never it's for the full 90 minutes or the full time he's in the game, it's. A hundred percent, and it's not like erratic. It's not like a hundred mile an hour running. It's not erratic. Like he's, I boys are the only like he's quality crossing sometimes lets him down. But I was just about to say that, mate. If I could pick one fault, it would aye. be I, I would work on that because like fifty percent of his crosses end up in the keeper's hands. But aye, but defending first and foremost, defending what you want. You're defender today. You can't argue with. It. And then he's mm-hmm. he's. He's proven it to be a, a danger at set pieces and attacking attacking sense as well. So they hit the ball, didn't uh, That's what I mean. So as much as I see Juranovic as a as a right back, I just I don't know how 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 he gets in there. <laughs> I think Ralph has got more goals than Dundee this year, so you can't drop him. As I said previous, as I said previous as well, it's like Ralston. How can you drop Ralston when he's keeping the creation right back at, to left back? One of them, but True. somehow, somehow, me and you want Juranovic at right back, Stephen. So, the way things are going, let's keep champion Juranovic at right back so Ralston keeps mm-hmm. turning in performances like the night. Yeah, I mean, we've done that, we've done that with Barcast, Emma. So, we'll do it with Juranovic now. That didn't quite work, that didn't quite work with Barcast. What did it But look, William touched upon, William touched upon Dundee, and we'll turn her, turn her heads to League Action, and we're back to Dens Park uh, on Sunday. So coming to yourself, William, first, I mean, get into the game, we're second on the table, unbeaten in five, I think it is now, and they're sitting 11th, just above Ross County, just barely. But how are you feeling then, it? Yeah, very confident. They're not they're not going great this year, so far anyway. I think they've got a win at the weekend there. Um, and I think he was actually, McPake was quite brave, I think, because he's been playing like Griffiths and... and uh, Jason Cummins. Uh, I think I think he dropped the two, I think he dropped the two of them at the weekend. Uh, and another former Celt started up front in Sheridan, and uh, they got a win. So, um, but no, I can't see anything other than us scoring at least two or three. Um, so I'd be very confident we'll get a win at the weekend. And yourself, Ronnie. I mean, we said about Livingston game, we're all confident to look what happened, but. Yeah. As William rightly said, they're Dundee aren't going well. Do you know what I mean? So it looks like it could be an easy routine victory. Yeah, like say, like what you said and yourself said, Dundee aren't going well, and I think they they probably will sit in a bit, but I think they'll try and come out a wee bit more. They'll be the home team, so it's 
know they're obviously at the bottom, of, well, second for bottom and that, so they will be trying to, try to protect it and that, but it's kind of the onus sometimes is on the home team to try and come out a wee bit and attack. The fans will be kind of asking to create chances, which will, will hopefully help, but as long as as long as the place Kyle go through the middle for the start, I think what I'm because if we play, if we play against a team like what sit in like Livingston and stuff, uh, and you play Jakimakis, you need a quality cross. You need good crosses into the box and that. So a lot will depend on us certainly, but I can't I can't see anything but a win and a, a comfortable one. Whether that's a four five nil, six like the previous time, I I don't think so. Maybe just that. I think I can go back to a comfy 2 0 win or something. A comfy 2 0. I was waiting on it. <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself, John? Aaron? Eh, uh, listen, I, I think I'm, I'm confident, like much like the boys there. And I'm, I, I, I mean, unlike Franny, though, I don't think they're going to come out of us at all. I don't think we're going to give them the chance. I think we're going to pin them back and practically their own box for the entire 90 minutes. I think they're going to really, really struggle to cope with us. Um, but unlike Livingston, I don't think they've got the same sort of. They're no as well as as well organised uh, defensively. Uh, so I think we we will capitalise on that, and I can see a score in about four. Uh, minimum. Um, so maybe maybe I'm being overconfident, but I, <laughs> I I just I don't I don't like you say they're, they're not performing very well. They know I don't think they're great defensively either, uh, and even w- w- relentless pressing. Uh, for us, uh, we'll, we'll eventually find our way through them um, again. Because, uh, uh, but it, it will. Uh, listen, I I would fully expect us for at least long periods to struggle to break them down initially. Um, but I can still see us scoring a few. Mm-hmm. It's going to be quite frustrating to watch, much like Livingston was. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always going to be way pin the bottom six sides, but friendly. No, listen. I mean, I mean, watching watching every man in the box defending set pieces and it, like you try to break how that. Many, down how many men, John? Eleven. <laughs> Eleven men behind the ball. <laughs> Get it up, you. Not about the same. Uh, aye, I, I, I think, I think it's going to be a bit. I'm, I'm, I, we'll score goals, but I think they're going to be intermittent. It's not going to be like what I mean. We're going to dominate possession. I think we'll. We'll score some goals, but by and large, the majority of the game is just going to see us doing the same as we did against Livingston, which isn't great yeah. to watch, let's be honest. You want a free-flowing attacking game that's kind of back and forward like the night. Mm. You want teams to open up against us and, and, and leave themselves open so that we can play that, that those sort of through balls and we can see guys take them on, not just like this, try to go up the wings, cross it in, get it cleared, try it again and again and again and again until it eventually pays off. But I mean, we're not James McPitt. We can't decide what lineup he goes with and what tactics. And it's up to us finally to find a way through it. What's your lineup prediction for Celtic? Well, obviously it's got to depend on the two injuries tonight with Stephen Wilson beat on. I think really, if how how serious they are the injuries, were they just precaution? But I'll go on the the basis that they will be fit. And I think for me, it's got to be the exact same team. It'll be Hart and goals, Ralston, uh, Carter Vickers, Wilson. Juranovic in the midfield three, Beaton, uh, McGregor and uh, Tumble, then your front three of Abada, Yota and Kyogo. Inge- providing injuries on the other two, but it went off tonight, but I can't see yeah. if everybody's fit, I can't see anything else on that team. And yourself, William? Yeah, I totally agree with Franny. Uh, depending on injuries, you might throw McCarthy in for Beaton or whatever, depending on what's... Uh, what the injury situation is, but I think uh, 
I think you might have learned his lesson last week, and I don't think you can drop Kyogo. You've just got to play him every game. He takes him off after there every game anyway, so ah, once he's done his damage. So, um, yeah, I think he'll go with the exact same team. Aye, I'm pretty much the same too. What about yourself, John? Yeah, by and large the same. I think we're going to start Forrest, though. Um, I, I, I can see us starting Forrest on the right rather than Abada. Um, yeah. But I think the rest of the team, uh, like you say, is obviously injuries aside, assuming that everybody's going to be all right, it'll be pretty much the same lineup as it was tonight. Uh, and yeah. like, well, you know, I agree that McCarthy will probably start in place of Beaton if that's the case. I don't, how, did, does anybody actually know the extent of Starfield's injury yet? It's a hamstring, it? so it's got to be a couple, a few weeks anyway. With a hamstring, regardless, because I wasn't sure if it was like if it was a proper injury or if it was just uh, it was a precaution that he wasn't playing the night. But uh, aye, I think it's going to be much yeah. the same. And we've got your score predictions in terms of John's going for four nil, Franny's going for two. What about yourself? <laughs> I'll go for four as well. I think we'll, I think we'll go out in the first 15, 20 minutes. Do what we've done, hit the ground running, and just go, just go two up in the first. 20 minutes, half an hour, and then it'll just be pretty much like Hibs, and then it'll just be easy street for the arrow, just pick them off. Big Gio will come on and score in the last minute with a penalty. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. least said about that, the better, Well, no, Don't get me triggered again. That pissed me right off. So that fucking pissed me off big time. But myself, I'll go 3-0. And just before we end, I want to throw a wee curve at you, and I just want to yes or no, a quick, re- quick reason why anyway. Come to yourself, Franny, first this one. We've seen today that Victor Minyama's come out in an interview saying that he would like to come back to Celtic. He loves the club, he loves the fans, and he wants to give him one more shot. Would you take him? Mm, nah. I just, I'd, I, I don't, nah. Nah. It, it feels like, like McCarthy's looking like it might. I'm, I've, I didn't really want to write McCarthy off because he's not played many minutes, but there's a reason he's not played many minutes. And I didn't want Minyama turning into that as well. Yourself, William? Nah. I am. Um, I think it's like McCarthy. I think it's just somebody that's past it now. And he's what he did for us before was brilliant. And I, I'm surprised, Stephen, if you say you would, because you're always the one that say never go back. Correct. Um, yes, Wally. Yes. <laughs> he's past it. And he's uh, honestly, he what, is, what, is, what is he in his 30s? 31. He's 30. He's 30. He's 30, exactly, I think. Yeah. Um, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Stephen, William... you can't say. You can't say oh, you take him back. He was gone. He's gone. I, t- I would take Wanyama back in a heartbeat. <laughs> an absolute heartbeat. For the simple reason why is... Soldier, we need to reinforce... Soldier, no, no, no. We need to reinforce the midfield. And Wanyama for that defensive... Defensive midfield role for me, John, right. would be absolutely perfect. But that's my opinion. Let's just get. I'm just going to hear a lorry back, uh, back in there. It's just playing it. It's just playing it in reverse. I can just hear a lorry in reverse there. Hold on, the new. I'm just going to get in the WhatsApp chat and just get Joe Ledley and Tony Stokes back. Get the old band back. Go on, John. Tell, what, what, what do you think about the Wanyama thing? Listen, I'm actually going to surprise you, Stephen. I, I, I agree with you, mate. Uh, and uh, uh, listen, but listen, I, I'll explain why, right? Uh, I know, like you say, he's, he's getting on a bit and he's 30, um, and he, he's obviously passed his best. But I think, as an option off the bench, in terms of adding depth to midfield, he, he also gives us that defensive midfielder with a bit of dig that we've been screaming for. Um, 
so I mean, I, I, I don't see that there's worse that we could be signing. I, I mean, I don't, I'm definitely not against it, but again, that's all just shite paper talk in it. So, well, not really, he said it himself. I know, he said it in Aye, but I mean, many, aye. how many players have said that they want to sleep or something? Aye, it's making sure I'm pretty sure Betty Old said he'd love to play again. I was like, stick him in the fucking team. Exactly. So, I mean, I take it with a pinch of salt. I like that, I wouldn't be averse to the idea though. Personally. Yeah, no, I get what you mean. But look, guys, that brings us to the end of the show. But the quiz is back. I've brought the quiz back again. It's between <laughs> Franny and William. So no pressure, William, on your video debut. Are you as ready to crack on? Uh-huh. Look at the concentration in Franny's face. Hello, hello. Right. Celtic pick up, picked up their first away win tonight. But who was the last time? Who was the last team to beat away from home? Lazio. Ah, where's Lazio? Lazio. Yeah. I was going way back to Samaras, man. Yeah. <laughs> Kyogo has scored in, in consecutive games for Celtic in the Europa League. Who was the last player to score in consecutive games for Celtic in Europe? Hooper. Scott McDonald. Franny. Uh... He, he was Baldy. Oh, hold on a minute here. Amido. <laughs> well, I'll give you one more. I'll give. I'll give you one more guess, William. He's played for both oh. this, both divides in Glasgow. Kenny Miller. Kenny Miller. Yeah, I mean, Matt Amido has made a joke than that. Than that's that, one each. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give Franny that. Aye. Thanks. You, 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 might, you might as well say it, Franny. It's Kenny Miller. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I know, man. I'm, I'm trying to give you a chance. Relax. It's like, well, you've had your guess, Franny. Here's a clue. I know. Uh, <laughs> wasn't it Mo Johnson? <laughs> wasn't it Mo Johnson, was right. it? <laughs> right. Kyogo Furuhashi joined from which club to join Celtic? I don't know. Come on. Come on. Nah, they're playing like a They play this similar to Willie's Deco. I didn't even want to guess it because I end up sounding. Ah, I know an Esther played with him too, but. Why not actually know the answer to Shocking. <laughs> Shanghai Warriors? No. For sale, Cobe. For sale, Cobe. I never got that. Right, no, so it's still one eight. Sounds like we'll, an 80s we'll, pop band. We'll move on. We'll move on. Cameron Carter Vickers started his football career with which youth team? Oh, Catholic United. Boom, 2 1. What? Yeah. Catholic United? Yeah. You've heard about Please tell me you've heard about this. I have, please. Who are they playing? Like Atheist Athletic? (laughs) (laughs) Right. If you get this, if you get this. <laughs> no mention anymore. No. I was going to say something else. <laughs> right. No, you keep up. You keep up and sack there, Willie. You keep up and sack. If you get if you get this one right, Franny, you bring it home. I'll be free one to yourself. Who I'll, is I'll just, Celtic? I'll just, I'll just guess it, and you just give Franny the answer straight after it. <laughs> who Who is Celtic's current number eleven? Abada. Oh, two eights. Oh, sorry, Adaba. Adaba. Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Right, you ready? Oh, I feel like I did in the last four minutes of the game of night. Jada joined Celtic from Benfica, but what is a reported buyout fee Next for his million. contract? Yeah, Franny gets it. Free feeder, Franny. <laughs> well done, Franny, mate. Cheers, yeah, man. but guys, what a fantastic I mean, show. I don't know how I guess Kenny Miller, by the way. I told you. Deadly Jewel sticking together, eh? Absolutely. That's it. Fantastic yes. guest. I, I appreciate, <laughs> guys, that this has been a late one, but I want to come to yourself, William. Have you felt in video for the first time? Oh, good. I Apart from the fact that I'm in my garage that I'm doing up <laughs> as my office and it doesn't look great, and now there's boxes everywhere and that, but it'll do. I will. Got my handsome exactly. face on there. And I'm glad that my first episode was uh, my favourite number also. <laughs> 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 Meal for two, 69. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Right But guys again to, to my co-host John and show regular Franny and William Thanks for coming on And to everyone who's listening and watching Stay well and keep safe Hail hail <laughs>